Okay. Tonight's leadership mastermind is coming from John C. John C. Maxwell's Leadership Gold. Chapter two, the toughest person to lead is always yourself. It's a very interesting chapter. Um, this is chapter two of this book. You know, chapter one talked about loneliness is not a leadership issue. Whereas talk about if it's lonely at the top, you're not doing something right. So first addressing what is a leader positionally. The second chapter gets right to the crux of the very first person that we have to learn to lead. And that is ourselves. Wow. And there is a lot that goes with this. The first thing I want to talk about is judgment. Sometimes as aspiring leaders, our judgment goes two ways. One, we judge others too harshly because we don't want to look inwardly and and see ourselves. And so instead we criticize others because something in them is reflecting back on us. We don't like. And so we're harsh on other people because we're really seeing things in ourselves in them that we're being critical about. And then that same thing goes the other way too, where we are more, or we feel as if we are harder on ourselves in circumstances and that our judgment is turned inwardly. And we have a lot of negative self-talk based on what we think we're constantly doing wrong. And all these things come together in defining who we are. So the question is, when we're trying to lead ourselves, um, how do we get out of our own way to do that? Because I think that's the biggest problem is that we tend to get into our own way. And there's four things um, specifically in this particular chapter and the new advised chapter, actually, um, that I want to talk about. And the four things are followership, self-discipline, patience and accountability followership so here's the basics and I, and I know this from um the military piece you cannot be a good leader if you suck at following if you're too big to listen and take direction you're going to be a terrible terrible leader if you can't find the servanthood in yourself to align to somebody else's agenda, no one will ever align to yours because you lack the empathy to connect because you were never there before because you never let other people lead you. And so learning to be a good follower is essential to any type of leadership possibility. There is a YouTube video out there called How to Start a Movement. This thing is great because it's obviously some sort of outdoor concert. Um, the, the, the guy's filming this kid up on the grass, and he's dancing. And he's dancing all kind of crazy. And his crazy dance, he's dancing by himself. It's just him. 
And the, I mean, the guy's filming him because it's funny, right? Because the way the kid's dancing and just watching and watching and watching. It feels like 10 minutes. It's probably close to like five, but it feels like forever because you're just watching this crazy kid dance. Well, eventually, some other dude who's sitting nearby, been watching him this whole time, goes, well, not, what the hell? Stands up and starts dancing. This crazy, crazy dance with the kid. Well, within like half that time, another person jumps up and starts dancing. And then another person, another person, another person. And eventually, the whole field of people are dancing this like crazy, crazy dance. It's an awesome moment to really reflect on what does it mean to be a follower, the power of the follower. Because it wasn't the guy leading the way, the guy dancing. It wasn't that person that was changing the movement. Nope. It was the first follower, the first person that stood up and got aligned with that guy's vision, as crazy as it was, was the first guy that started the movement. He's the one that actually started the movement, not the original guy dancing. So followership is critical to leading. Self-discipline. And here's the basics of self-discipline. We make a promise to ourselves, we either keep it or we don't. I promise myself I'm going to eat salads for lunch. I either do or I don't. I promise that I'm going to uh, do XYZ activity with my kids. I either do or I don't. All these promises that we make into ourselves form what we call self-discipline. So at the end of the day, the real question is for self-discipline is really easy. Are we keeping to our promises? Third one is patience. Uh, so leaders tend to, or ourselves, are we patient with ourselves enough so that when we are trying to move forward, we're not, we give ourselves a little bit of grace for starters, and that we're not too critical. But we also know that there's a long game involved and that it might take a while to grind out whatever we're doing before we'll have breakthrough. And to have the patience to do so is the biggest piece. I'm going to read this little part right here uh, from the facilitator guide. When we are foolish, we want to conquer the world. When we are wise, we want to conquer ourselves. I love that because it talks about how the world is external to ourselves, is external, and we can never A, do it by ourselves. So that's, that's never going to happen anyway. But the one thing we can conquer is ourselves. That is something we can do. And we've got to have patience to do that. And fourth one, accountability. I'm going to read this straight out because this is awesome. People who lead themselves well know a secret. They can't trust 
themselves. They cannot trust themselves because they're wise enough to know that they're going to fall off. They're wise enough to know that they're going to make a promise and they may not keep it. They're wise enough to know that when they know they should be following, they're not listening. And because of that, they understand that because we need to learn how to lead ourselves first, that we need help in doing that. Because we're inside our own box. And so it's really hard to be inside our box and to only lead from inside our box. When we have an external person assist us, give us guidance, point us in the right direction, keep us most importantly accountable to our own things, to our own desires and to our own plan. Those promises, when we're kept accountable to our own promises, that is the magic of becoming learning to lead ourselves. Because if we just relied on, relied on our own willpower to do so, that would be very, very, very difficult. And so, super important to understand that we need other people in our lives to keep us accountable. Because when we are leading ourselves, we understand that we will need help in doing this. And this is, the, this is why this chapter is called The Toughest Person to Lead. Because we won't want to delegate that help out to somebody external to us because we feel that we should be able to lead ourselves. But when we realize that we need to be accountable and with that accountability, it's faster and it's easier when it's external. That's when the real breakthrough and magic happens. So, You know, when we talk about the toughest person to lead is ourselves, we really have to do some things about judgment. And then in that judgment, we really need to understand there are a couple of keys here that we need to understand. We need to understand followership. We need to understand why that's important. Keeping promise to ourselves, self-discipline, being patient and having some grace. And finally, knowing that if we try to do it all by ourselves, we may fail more often than succeed. But when we are, when we understand that we can't necessarily trust ourselves and that we're flawed in that sense, and we get somebody to help us maintain our own accountability, boom, that's when breakthrough happens. Okay, so that is the lecture part of the leadership goal for tonight um, is chapter two, toughest person to lead is yourself. So I'm super excited to hear other people's viewpoints and what is, what do you think about all this?